Welcome to the Edgy Tech Me podcast. This episode is produced by Ben Newsom, Suzette Bailey, Carrie Benedet, and Jonathan Schack. And yes, I am an AI introducing each episode. This podcast discusses the use of robots, like the ones in the recent War of the Worlds adaptation with Gabrielle Byrne, to broadcast in Shanghai tactics for staying safe from COVID. The panel considers the positive and negative implications of having robots broadcasting safety messages for COVID and debate how effective this type of message delivery really is. The podcast panel discusses how robots are becoming more realistic and how AI is powering them. They discuss how this could be used in training environments and also in real-world situations. Glad to have you again for another Edutech Me podcast. Uh, we're hanging out with Susan Bailey, uh, Jonathan Shack, and myself, Ben Newsom, and Carrie Bennett is away, but we'll love to be back with us again chatting soon. I think she would really like this dystopian future, or is it? Because it's not really part of the future. It's kind of now. It's present. Uh, what am I talking about? We're talking robots. Robots walking the streets in real life and on film lots for, well, actual films, but TV series. What am I talking about? This little, Suzanne, you, you shared something quite interesting coming out of Shanghai here. Shanghai, um, yeah, it's they're using robots to broadcast and um, COVID messages to get people to make sure that they wash their hands, that they're always wearing masks and and things like that. And it's going through the streets, uh, providing this message as a as a um, human interest for for everyone in that area. But it's pretty much using the same robots that are actually in the latest. War of the Worlds t- um, version, which is actually with Gabriel Byrne and is a TV series. And if anyone's actually watched that show, you will know the the robot dogs that go around and are not u- are used a little bit more negatively, shall we say, than they are in the Shanghai envir- environment. It's the same, pretty much the same uh, um, dog being used both po- um, positively in Shanghai and negatively in TV. <laughs> Well, I thought with those ones in uh, War of the Worlds, and I have seen that television show, is that in essence, they just seemed to be initially killing machines and anything that was human was killed. Spoiler alert. And um, But then when it came across a couple of people of, of which it had some affinity, and let's not go into what that affinity was, don't want a second spoiler alert, they decided not to harm those people. So it obviously had intelligence of some sort. Yeah. So well, bringing in the AI aspect into the TV world, yeah. So um, and being able to have that in the uh, the real world as well as we do now. Well, this is the thing. I mean, with, uh, of quite a few of us. Well, I haven't, but some of us have these iRobot cleaners running around the house, or and you may even see it in Costco these days, <laughs> or any other sort of large place. I mean. The idea of autonomous machines being controlled by some form of AI is no longer part of near future. It's now. And uh, it sort of got me thinking about, well, how far are we away before it's just very easy to either have to sidestep one of these things on the street or whether it sidesteps you. Either way, it's going to be aware of you and pretty quickly as we go along. I mean, so the point of putting out with Shanghai actually got me thinking, I mean, yeah, it's a COVID issue going on in Shanghai. So I'm assuming there was an issue with uh, getting people out in the streets and whatnot. But deploying it across such a large city, was it just one or two of them? I wonder, is it an expensive operation to do this? Is this going to get cheaper? I wonder what's going on with this. 
it's going to be probably cheaper than the human capital because for one thing they can't get covid so you can take you can send the robot in into locations which would be very difficult to send in um uh actual humans plus you can also obviously get it to uh broadcast the message a lot louder than a human going around um as such uh, plus, I think I wonder also if there's a certain aspect of the novelty factor of having this dog walking down the street, actually blaring this message is going to get probably noticed a lot more than a human also walking down the street blaring the same message. It's a fair comment, but also if the robot dog with the loudspeaker can't get its feelings hurt with people abusing it. Or hurt in any way, even if it's attacked. If... Hurt in any way, but, um, yeah. but certainly its feelings can't be hurt, which is what could certainly happen with a human being spreading such an important um, society health issue. There's always going to be some people who take exception. Well, that area thinks, make, makes me think about the intersection between, um, well, honestly, people and anything, characters. I mean, ask anyone who's worn a costume who works for large theme parks. <laughs> I mean, they do get that issue and I suppose that could be the other thing which is that's a, at this point in time a fairly expensive piece of hardware um, I wonder if some friends of ours could pick it up and take it for a bit which makes me wonder if you're putting these things out into the into the world as an asset I mean that could be an issue it actually almost reminds me like these aren't or, or AI in any way but what the issues that we had in Australia where we had uh bicycles being, being put out there as, as, as by companies for people to you know use and ride around and they meant to to put them somewhere in the right place to park what happened in, at least in my town sydney they were getting put up trees and in rivers and all sorts of things so i suppose that how people interact with these uh robots will also be half the issue especially in a public forum indeed i mean i think the first thing that we're more likely to see is driverless cars and that will produce the same sort of thought processes really because you know if you um want to show a finger or two to another car and it happens to have no driver <laughs> well there'll be a few of us here uh listening in who are, uh, wouldn't mind uh seeing a johnny cab if you don't know what johnny cab is uh just look up johnny cab from <laughs> maybe from total recall a long time ago but yeah so this is really interesting um so that so i mean does this mean that this is now becoming more accessible if you are a producer of a movie to now work with a company like Boston Dynamics or someone like that to go, hey, I really want a robot, a full-blown robot. I don't want a puppet anymore. I want robots that do a thing. Yeah. Very much so. And I mean, that whole concept of realism for the actors uh, as opposed to, you know, <laughs> the orange on the, uh, the end of a stick or a, a ball on the end of a stick being bounced along and look at that as your cue to actually having a, um, an actual thing that they can interact with. I think that's, you know, coming. I mean, you've got these situations, like um, here in Canberra, I'm in Canberra, Australia, for, um, which is Washington, D.C., for everyone who's not aware of Australia. Um, is uh, It's the nation's capital. Um, there's a company here in Canberra called the um, Australian Interactive Academy of, sorry, Academy of Interactive Entertainment. And literally the other day they the 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 founder of that mentioned that they're actually building this mammoth huge wraparound screen that people can interact um that they'll be able to project 
the background and everything onto the screen so that the human so if you then got things that are uh, like these ai robotic dogs and things like that interacting them with them in the scenes as well it makes it really realistic for the actual actors um and for anyone who's wanting to see what i'm talking about um discovery star trek discovery you probably notice that there's a real sci-fi theme with our panel but um star trek discovery recently the, the recent series actually did the same thing over in the us and they use these big screens so the what looks like cgi on the screen is actually was part of the the the, the actual um use of these wraparound screens 100 wow. that was done with the mandalorian as well yeah, that's that, that's incredible. And if you took it a step further, using something that I saw about forty years ago, but was still amazing, was at an Alice Cooper concert, and he had a screen behind the band, which onto which they sh shot a video, and it was split in sort of like six inch degrees, all the way along, and he ran in and out of the movie, and the timing was superb. But with your those wraparound screens, if they were physically, not physical, if you know what I mean, they were holographic, you could run in and out of a situation. Which means that when you think about what a situation is, that means it could be a very good training tool. I mean, if you think of um, first responding units, so emergency services, I mean, trying to get their head around what it's like in a particular area, that's kind of handy. SAS, all of those sorts of things. <sighs> Yeah, well, training um, environments, being able to um, take you, takes the whole sort of virtual training to another level, which, you know, and sort of being able to have realistic, because it's not virtu so virtual anymore, even though it's digital. Well, this is what, what's on one of the decks of the Star Trek, isn't it? On the Enterprise, you go into a room and it recreates what's in your mind. <laughs> That's right. And now in this case, we can have the actual robots themselves walking around as well as the actual, the whole lot. It's, yeah. it's not just in your mind, it's for, for it's real. It's not in my mind. <laughs> yeah, it, it has. Um, so I guess uh, the challenge is, is that how do uh, startups uh, start to come through on this uh, um, and how they start to interact with this? Because right now it's, it's, it's purview of um, select groups that are building these things, but this is only going to expand out further and further. Uh, might be an interesting maker project and <laughs> for some people as they, they get into it. Well, that kind of, we talked, you know, we've talked about in other episodes, that whole um, ability to prototype really quickly. This kind of technology is the next step after that. You use the AI initially to do the prototyping and then you can use these kinds of technologies to actually uh, implement it a lot faster. 100%. So I guess the question is, if you're going to do this, if you're listening into this and you were going to implement the idea of putting a, a robotic AI into something, a situation that Jonathan says, what would that situation be? Would it be useful? How would it be useful to someone? Would it be like the robot walking down through Shanghai looking at COVID? Uh, or as I was sort of talking in the green room, would it be like the Blues Brothers walking around with a loudspeaker, advertising, go to see the musical review happening tonight? Either way, <laughs> it could be useful for you in some way, shape or form. Hey, we, as we talk right now at a recording time, we're coming into an, a federal election in Australia. Imagine robotic dogs for various political parties. That could be very interesting, couldn't it? Well, tech dogs. <laughs> Don't give them that, that idea. That, that might be a bit too, a bridge too far for me. It is a bit bridge too far. So uh, uh, we, we rescind all that and that never happened. AI will, will say no to that because it did. But anyway, uh, thank you very much for listening to this. Well, not dystopian future. It's a real future. It's a real now. It is an interesting idea that we now have robots that 
don't just look like humanoid things, but they're actually doing useful tasks in the real world and they're powered by AI. Hope you've enjoyed this. Listen to the Edgy Tech Me podcast. Hang out with Suzette, Jonathan, and myself, Ben. Catch you another time. Thanks for listening to the Edgy Tech Me podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please subscribe to get notified about new episodes.